Listen up. It's TLDL. Hello, and welcome back. To the first and only nice-looking motherfucking studio of TLDL. I thought the first couple... Mm, we won't even go that way. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to luxury. Welcome to the next step real luxury. Um, can welcome. we brag about it for a second? Because yes. you did this. Fuck yeah. Well, you didn't... You did this, but you didn't I, do it from scratch. I didn't... No, I did not. I did not manufacture the brick. <laughs> yes. That is here. Although... I did tile my bathroom. Pretty fucking similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is, we're in your living room at a different angle. Yeah. And you painted this shit. You decorated this. I put you... that paintbrush in such thick, dark crevices <laughs> to make sure that it was the most perfect, like, covering of black matte. I love it. It's, it's great. So this is our new background, hopefully, for now. I think this is our, yeah, hopefully I don't lose my house. Who yeah. knows in this economy? Oh. <laughs> Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome it feels, to TLDL. We, it feels weird not doing it for a week because we do it every week. Yeah, it, does. it felt weird. I got we didn't food poisoning last it. week. Yes. And we we're like, because it just in case it's. Well, the yeah, Rona. I, just, I know I did tell him I was like, bro, I think I have a flu. Like, I think because I, I just got food poisoning like six weeks ago. And it was yeah. it really was because my other friends got sick. So it was food poisoning. And. I got it again. Yeah, yeah. And I died, and then I was fine. Yeah, yeah. You said something about you were getting closer to God or something. I was like, oh, my God, Chloe's being dramatic as fuck. <laughs> the light was approaching me. I could see it coming through the window. <laughs> but I'm glad you're better now. She Thank doesn't you. have Rona. I, it took, gave me a little opportunity to work on some more music, music. which was fun. And, um, yeah, that was, yeah. Well, I'm happy we're back. Yeah. I don't like missing recording. I don't either. I no. like... Yes, I like seeing the engagement. One of our posts is getting like reviralized yeah. constantly. The one with the adoption one, I think that hits home for a lot of people. I feel like at some point I'll tell the whole like my adoption story without the like we put a twist on it with like parenting. Oh yeah. But at some point I feel like I'll share the story because people do seem to be affected very much and people were nice. sharing their story their yes, adoption story that's awesome to I know that, that we would elicit that reaction for so sure i'm encouraged to like talk more about it like we did a super overview and i feel like there's a lot of people who like not in the eyes of parenting but like i'm sure there's listeners who like you went to foster care yeah like, you know so just to kind of like we all have our shit. Totally. There's a lot more adopted people than I thought there were. <clears throat> there are. And there's a lot of people and this is so sad, but there's a lot of people who were never adopted and like, they just like leave at 18 without like always having been in foster care. And then when they refer to their parents, if they do, if they even like acknowledge them, it's like, yeah, but I was in foster care the whole time. Like they were a druggie. Like they never, yeah. it's just crazy. There's a lot of that here in town too. Is there? Yeah. Cause there's a lot of native, um, like indigenous people that, um, like they're, they lose their parents in some tragic way or, um, something like that. And so then they, they get, get put into the system. They put, get put in the system in the foster kids for the indigenous people. This is really serious. They get it's, like it's really bad. Yeah. No, I'm, it is, it's a huge issue. And that's actually within the like adoption foster care community. Sorry, you guys, what the hell? We were in such a happy mood. I know. Oh my God. Sorry. Sorry. But that is something that in that community, like just being aware of it, since I was a foster kid, they do focus and, and people donate a lot of money to, you know, 
those situations, like there are funds for indigenous people, but it's not enough. It's like never enough and it's really bad. So it's something that we're focusing on, but like needs more attention. But yeah. Anyways. Hey guys. Shout out. Hello. Welcome it back. It was my birthday last week. Oh yes. It was good. <laughs> it was really, I saw you had a great time that morning. <laughs> it was so low key and fabulous. Yeah. Yes. Tell them. I, Alex. For some reason I had, um, oh, it was because I, um, Someone was saying that, and we talk, and we're so open about the fact that you're working on not interrupting. Yes. Okay, we're not we're not going to keep it, you know, silent. Oh yeah, or whatever. have we not mentioned that on the podcast? Maybe. I Do don't people think, so. think I'm not aware that uh, maybe I interrupt, not. guys? Girl, she can't. she knows. We know. <laughs> We've talked about even before we started the podcast. Yes. It was um, we talked about it. And um, I so yeah. love to interrupt. You do. You but love I'm it. super duper working on it. And I usually do it because I feel like if I don't say the thought, I'll lose the thought and I'll never remember it. And it's so important. But it's not because I don't think what you're saying is important. It's, it's just what I don't you're want to forget. And then I want you to go back to what you were saying. But that's like a very illogical way of thinking. Yeah. And it's rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, I'm, you know. I, I knew the Chloe storm before we even got into it. So I don't even get mad about it, but I had a dream that I, that I was saying something and you were like, I like over everything I was saying, you're like, and like immediately as I started talking and you kept laughing as you were doing it, but in the dream you were doing it by accident, but you just kept doing it. And I was like, you need to let me finish talking. And you were just laughing hysterically. And then I woke up in the morning annoyed as fuck at her. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's her birthday. And I texted her happy birthday. Listen, I've done it. I'm sure I've done that to someone. That's all right. Like we where you it. just don't stop interrupting and like you try to stop and then you like go to talk again and like you try to actually do it. But then they start talking at the same time because you guys are so out of sync in your conversation. I do that. Oh, my worst fear. And so even worse for someone like me who does interrupt because it's like double the chances. Oh, my God. Especially when there's a delay on the phone. Oh. And you're like, I do that. I've never done that. I've never done that. Yes. I hate that shit. And then I'm like, should I say it? Should I let this go? Should I hang up? Oh, like, my God. <laughs> no, I know. That's so funny. And then also someone on a uh, dating application that... Alex has on his phone mm -hmm. messaged him oh. about our podcast and said, <laughs> what nice comment he's about like, me? He's, he was like, can she just let the guy fucking finish talking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know and what? now on TikTok too, we got a comment. We did. We got a comment on TikTok about my interrupting. I can, I yeah. can let you we're, finish. Yes. And we're, I'm going to get there. We know, we'll get there. We're here. We're here now. We Last episode here. you were so because it was so hot you were so like like just letting me finish everything i thought there was something wrong i was like am i saying something wrong is chloe checking out is she falling asleep what's going on <laughs> no i'm that it was fucking hot man that yeah. ew but i am trying I, and that I was a it. concerted effort we got we started this knowing it we're continuing it it's a journey a learning journey for all of us so alex we love has it. interesting thoughts so we're gonna let him actually say them going what forward. Thoughts? No, oh, I yes. just mean yes. I mean, <laughs> general. I was like, I think you're talking about specific ones. He doesn't have any thoughts. I was like, thoughts. oh, are we going? <laughs> no, I do love what you have to say, and it frustrates me as an audience member when I listen back to our podcast and I cut you off, and I'm like, he, what was he gonna say? <laughs> like, I guys, I get it. There's no one who hates my interrupting more than me. I'm working on it. I just had a therapy appointment yesterday, and. 
More to come. More to come. More to come. We'll follow up on this More one. More to come. <laughs> Welcome back, baby. I'm in therapy again. Year 21. Um, oh, we went to the Hubble house. Yes, which you did say that in a way that made it sound like, oh, we went to Disneyland. <laughs> like It is kind of like Disneyland. It is, but you have to define it. Well, there's an artist here in town. I have no idea well, what not that was. In, not in the area. There's, a t- there's some dude. He's an artist. And he um, is specialized in mosaic and metal work. So he does like uh, like all these intricate designs with like meddling and forging and um, also, like I said, with mosaic tiles and like then stained glass. Scale. Yeah, large scale. Um, making like th- making pizza ovens, designing them around these like pizza ovens, like in these commercial restaurants and like places all over San Diego. And we went and it was cool as hell. I've already been before, but we got even more in depth, um, uh, like walkthrough and tour. And it was cool as fuck. It was super cool. I did not expect to find that like sort of property where we live. So it was super, super cool. There is a foundation and neither of us could remember what it was. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about it more, cause we haven't really talked about it, um, as much as I'm interested in because I need Alex to do manual labor now because I'm so inspired by the Hubble house. Um, but I just loved this property because this couple, I guess like 50 or 60 years ago purchased this plot of land. Um, and this guy was not an architect by trade. He had like these visions and like followed his instinct on building like different little buildings for his family to live in. And now it has multiple buildings and every like, you know, there's mosaic throughout the floor and up the walls and the houses are like hobbit shaped and it's absolutely incredible. And what I took from it is I also am an unqualified unlicensed architect. You definitely are. And here I go. You get visions. I've been inspired. Very, very clear visions. He gave me the permission to do to what to my house what I think I've wanted to do like you think I've been upgrading now like I want to get in it like I want to yeah. do weird shit weird tile stuff like I want to make this thing like a work of art did you ever have imposter syndrome doing your tiles in your bathroom no I just think I was gonna go with like a more um rustic kind of not rustic but more oh gosh how do I say this I was just gonna go with a more a, a normal house like I was gonna do all the updates myself and the backsplashes and the shower like I, I know I'm pretty good at this like I'm pretty handy so no I didn't have imposter syndrome but I was just gonna stop and now I saw this guy's work and just like the love for he's like 95 now still alive still doing art and he made this you know land from bare hands without what a like big machinery. Yeah. Nothing. nothing, Yeah. Just dug fucking holes and tiled shit and learned taught himself and found inspiration from whoever. And his style is not my style. Yeah. Yeah. But that work ethic and the design and the vision, like now I want to take my own home to that next level where it's like, Oh, what a fun thing that you just did because yes. it's fun. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm rambling, but I, it was no, so, I love it. So no, you're cool. inspiring me talking I love about it. it. It's very cool. And he is, yeah, he's known around the um, county as well as internationally as yes, well. He's all through San Diego County. So yep. I wish then, I could remember his name. Um, James Hubble. James Hubble. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. So James Hubble's the artist. And he works on stained glass and there was this, mm, old, mm-hmm. there's this community back in the day called, well, it's, it, they're still around. It's called Findhorn and they're like the spiritual group and they meditate and do like organic gardening and they grew these like huge cabbage heads and they're like really known if you really get into regenerative agriculture. They're kind of known in the community. Anyways, 
if you know of them and you know they're like kind of big and they're designing their sign and they're sending it internationally to them in um, the Hubble location. They made it for them. Oh my God, they them. made that for Yes. It. And is it a tribe, a group of people? Not like a tribe. It's just, yes, like a community. It's just a community. Okay, yep. I just Spiritual wasn't sure. community, That yeah. is so cool. It was very cool. It's and so I was like, cool sure. how when you are an artist and a creative, like your work can go anywhere. Like really, yeah. A connection you make, a, like someone is inspired by you and, you know, they just take that to their part of the world. And totally. I don't know, it's just really cool how the arts just kind of spread, but yes. it was, that's what it was. It was a work of art. So the one message that I got from that, that I thought was so cool for anyone out there who just, I know I'm very fucking lucky to own a house. Like I want to say that, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. fact that I could be inspired and go home and like do it is super cool. But for anyone who is like, you know, you can do a lot with your space that doesn't involve construction. Mm-hmm. So someone mentioned like, I'd love to live here at this, you know, insanely gorgeous place. And the lady who worked there was like, wouldn't we all? And then she was like, well, that's what James Hubble always would say is when someone would say they wanted to live there, he would say, go home and do it to your own place. Like do this to your own home. And I was like, okay. Yes. You gave me permission. Yes, I was. It was like a (laughs) switch turned and I'm ready. And I want to learn now. Like yeah, I want to yeah, get yeah. saw, le- like uh, saw lessons. I would like to get saw lessons. Please send saw <laughs> lessons. Yes. Send saws. <laughs> send so- actually, they're so expensive. Please send saws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DM me for my address. <laughs> okay. Well, that was my, yes. I had a great birthday. I had a great week. It's been a good July. Other I'm having the food a good poisoning. Yeah, good. That's whatever. Just pretty, yeah. It, it's whatever. whatever. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. I've been just making fucking music nonstop. I'm going to keep bringing it up because eventually I'll drop an album and I'll promo it here. Um, but yes, I've been making nonstop. It's truly like it's it's one of the things that like I knew when I was younger that it was something that I I can just get uh, fully immersed in for over 10 hours in a day and not have to get up, drink water, eat, sleep, anything. It's like one of the only things that what? You just, you don't even drink water or go to the I do bathroom? drink, I, I do, but that's it's like, like one of those things that I have insane. to remember. I have okay. to literally like be like, oh, I, I thought, gotta drink water. I just was listening to you thinking like you went 10 hours without drinking water, going to the bathroom, eating, and just like sitting in front of a computer. I didn't eat, for th- three days, last week, I did, worked on music three days in a row. Mm-hmm. And the first day- Did you have day, like garbage piling up by you? Like you couldn't well, like even make it to like throw it's all digital, away. so like I didn't use any trash. I didn't oh, I was use thinking anything. Of you eating stuff and like wrappers, just like I wasn't piling. eating anything. You just I never just, ate. My, you straight first, up just never ate. The first day I didn't eat until like ten o'clock at night. You look insane right now as you talk about I, this. It's so, but it, it's like the one thing that literally <laughs> no, I fills love my it, cup. But you should drink water for sure. And I drink <laughs> water. I have the gallon right next to me, like I do always. Um, and I keep the gallon around the gallon. because I need to like. Mm-hmm. I want to get move. you a shirt that says the gallon or the just gallon. like, or just make a like a special, like a milk carton or a, t- or a TLDL, um, gallon jar. Oh my gosh. We could get, get like, get we could get like in a sort of material that's still like a nicer plastic, but really reusable with TLDL and sell the gallon. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. This yes, is how we're ideas. making millions. Okay. <laughs> this is it. Not a lot of people I'm buy sorry. I but did anyways. interrupt you though. So talk about your music. Yes, but anyways, it's like the one thing that actually gives me true joy in this life. It, a lot of things do, but this is like the one thing that I knew I was meant to do was to 
arrange vocals, drums, like do the whole shebang. There's songs that have like strings, piano, drums, eight different vocal harmonies and like all these things. And um, I just, I can do it forever. Now Yay. I just need a band. So if you play do drums, you? yeah, I need a band. Um, yeah, <laughs> Not me. we're looking for it. You want to start a band? TLDL band. I can't play a single instrument. You can be a singer. We can be singers. We'll do like Disney covers. Obviously, I would be the lead singer of your band. We can do Disney covers. You know, I'll Just pass. Kidding. I've got a lot going on. <laughs> I don't think I can add it to my plate. <laughs> but anyways, music's a huge passion of mine. I'm excited and for you. Yeah. He's um, been sending me songs. And you're like, hey. should we get into your music style? No. No. Okay. I would like to say. Yeah. Is it not your style? Be no. Real. Oh. No, I just think it's funny because I would like, I want to give the audience like, what kind of music is it? Like, what's the tease? But I said to him, I was like, what genre is this? And you were like, I, I really to, don't know. I need to find like a... I was like, what the fuck do you mean you don't know the... Like, what do you it's mean? Like, I guess you would call it like alternative rock pop or something. Because it is like, I there's like a it melody. felt there's very some- like relaxing and I feel like I would do yoga to it, which is what I told you. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's super tranquil. Like you would walk around or like, so I personally listen to classical music or like lo-fi without word music when I'm like writing an email or something, I can't hear words. Like it's distracting. So I feel like yours, you could do like, I mean, I know it's not instrumental, but whatever it is too, like, you can't really hear what you're saying sometimes like it's drawn out. So Mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't have to listen to the lyrics. So it's very peaceful because I don't like hearing lyrics when I'm like meditating or writing or whatever that would be. So I think it's very peaceful. Mm. It's upbeat though. Like you could do like a morning flow of yoga to it. It wouldn't be, it's not like somber, but it is like, very peaceful yes okay cool i'll take it yeah so i don't know i feel like it's relaxing it's it will fit into anyone's listening pleasures Mm. am i good at sales yeah you're good i need to find an elevator pitch for my type of music because i'm like i don't know i know he was like you know man i don't know (laughs) i don't even know but yeah anyway so that's i'm excited for you my update okay well anyways today we're going to talk about friendships and toxic friendships and oh, I was we it's going to be about toxic friendships, but I think these are just like also if you have a friendship that has any of these symptoms, you can still work. <laughs> there is a treatment. There is something you can work on. You know what I mean? Well, you can be like, oh, I noticed little hints of this, but I can, it's something that it can be managed or you are managing that kind of thing. Maybe or. You discover that with that friendship in particular, it's okay to end it. So we have, for the last, like, since we started this podcast, have covered a lot of broad, like, subjects every time. Anything that kind of impacts our life, like, in society and covered it, kind of gone over things, got into the flow of it. But we're going to be a little more specific as we go in. So today is going to be toxic friendships, but really, like, making the choice of, like, to stay or leave a toxic friendship, like, friendship Mm -hmm. breakups, um, and the red signs and which ones are fixable and, like, Mm -hmm. things you can reflect on or questions you can ask yourself to make these decisions because they exist. And if you're, like, anyone in this world, well, most people, I don't know anyone that doesn't have any whisper of a toxic friendship in their life. Right. I'm sure everybody's had, like, a friend where you're, like, Mm, especially when you're a kid, you're like, is, or a friend to whip. You don't yeah. even need to blame the friend. Like maybe it is 100%, but a toxic friendship, Shit. like yes. take accountability. Like the yes. whole relationship was toxic. Sometimes there are toxic friends, but everyone's at least, I think had a toxic 
friendship where yes. something just okay, wasn't good. Point. Yeah, yeah. good. Yes. They just it takes two to tango. Yeah. I think so. For sure. Like, Always. Yeah. There's accountability that needs to be taken for something, whether it was a lack of boundaries or, you know, whatever it was, it does take two. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I do think even if you are like 100% victim in the situation, you played a part. You always do. Yeah. Even being a part of a situation is a choice. It's yeah. an active choice. So if you are in a relationship of any kind, I mean, that's a choice. You that's didn't do choice, nothing, yeah. right? Like yep. you were there being a friend. You were a participant in your own life. And if yes. you did nothing, then you're not being a participant in your own life. And that's like horrible What's too. The point? Yeah. So you're being walked all over. So no, I think this is going to be fun. And I don't know how to announce such a title for myself, um, but there's no mm. one who's had more friendship breakups than me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. weird flex, but all right. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. So I have a specific friend type that I gravitate towards that is unhealthy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to get into like different toxic traits or like, you know, potential signs that you have a toxic friendship. And one of them, and I like wrote it down and we wrote these down, but one of them is the perpetual victim. That is an archetype that I love and think every time I can fix and have a great friendship with and it fucking implodes. So mm. I've been through this a lot. It's taken me a long time to learn and, and maybe set boundaries in the future, but that is the toxic friendship I have is that I'm a fixer who loves a victim. Oh, I get like that with romantic relationships. Ooh. And, uh, watch out for next week Yeah, because we're there's going to be a part two, two but with romance. lovers. Oh gosh. That's yeah. like, that. that's the first thing I thought of when you mentioned that. Cause I was like, Ooh, I do that, but not with friends. And it's funny. Cause I don't do that with men. Like I, in my relationships, I yeah. don't like a victim. Do they, fake, do they fix you or do they want to fix you? No, I don't think so. Cause I think I'm, I think I come off as like in my own elevator pitch to my, when I'm dating, which I haven't dated for a long time, but I kind of was like, yeah, so I have all this stuff in my past, but like, I'm okay. I'm healed. I've been to like therapy and I, then I kind of just don't talk about it again. Yeah. So I'm not bringing up like trauma. So I think most guys are kind of like, I don't know, but I don't think they feel like they need to fix me. I think they're kind of like, oh shit, it's kind of a lot, right. but like, you've kind of like done it yourself. Like I feel like Your it's friends a do that too, girl. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a lot. No, I don't, just think, kidding. Oh I don't know if I've ever had anyone try to like fix me. I feel like they've allowed my therapist to yes. fix me. And then I'm not a fixer in romantic relationships either. Yeah. And I don't know what, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm, no, I don't, I don't think that's that help fixing dynamic is not present in my like lovers. Yeah. 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 For me, I realized with friendship breakups, I allow myself to get, I don't speak on things because I'm like, I don't believe in s silencing a person or dulling who they are. I'm like, let them be who they are and I'll learn to accept it. But mm -hmm. then when they do things that cross a boundary that I don't speak on or I don't make like very important, like this is my boundary. Then I just build like build up resentment. I'm like, fuck this. I'm leaving. You know what I mean? I'm like, totally. Done. Yeah. And that's how I, I think a lot of people do that for too. a long time. Like I would have like crazy, like friendship fallouts. And it was so, and I'll, we'll talk about it more as we like go through these actual like signs to look out for. But I just, I handled them so poorly, but recently I've had some friendships kind of more fade away and I'm, I'm much happier with that sense of a breakup. Like it is a breakup cause we, you know, we're no, we're not talking, but it wasn't something it's like a breakup 
that you don't have to say, but we're not speaking anymore. And it faded and it's okay. Yes, um, yes, it yes, used yes. to be explosive for me. Now, I don't know if I like the completely like fade away thing either, but yeah. it does feel better than what it used to be. What, but what I have to identify is why do I keep making friends with the same person? Mm, I have a friendship breakup and yep. then I will like find a similar person and become friends with them. So it's like, I break up only to like re friend the same fucking archetype. It's yeah, the yeah, same yeah, yeah. friend reincarnated. Mm. And so I don't know what this is, but I am, I'm my, some of my closest friends are aware of it right now. Yep. Like my business partner, Amy, she knows this is an issue and is going to help me identify if I may be jumping into a friendship too fast with someone who reminds her of any of these past people. Oh, whoa. So yeah, this is my like opening up. <sighs> yeah. For me, I, it's hard for me. Mm, I guess I have, yeah. After a while of like that happening of me, like building up, it's hard for me to a hundred percent let people in. We talked about it on a podcast before of like, when we're talking about, I think moving and yeah. we we're talking about how it's, I, I it's hard for me to a hundred percent let, it takes a while. And the, the more I do let people in, the more it is, it's a more healing thing for me mm -hmm. to like, Oh, okay. People are co coming in. It's not as bad as I thought. I don't need to protect myself in this way or just be open. Like this could happen again. There's a lesson for some reason it's reoccurring. There's a lesson here for well, some so reason. That's amazing. So what yeah. I will do is stop fucking making friends with every chipmunk on the street. I see. And I will give you my friendship accepting uh, like openness that I've always had and I'm going to gain your boundaries and yes. guardedness because yes. like I am way too friend, 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 friend. It's like, I am like a literal, like, you know, the bop -a mole yeah. Like I see a friend and I'm like, mine, mine. Yeah. Like I just love friends. But then I'm like, but there's this specific type that I always get. Mm -hmm. Girl or guy? Both. Both. Yeah. Oh. I think the victim uh, personality type can be both pretty Ugh, easily. I sure. think. Yeah. And Victim I also, yeah. by the way, um, people who like are a constant victim, that is like the number one sign of being a narcissist. Well, it's not the number one, but it's a huge one because there's For different sure. types of art of narcissists and victim narcissists are a type, but like people always think it's them and their life is hard. Narcissist. I, Definitely have seen echoes of that in my life of people okay. where I'm like, but people like that, it so bothers me when people are victims that I'm like, I don't even befriend them, but I do see them at workplaces where you're forced to be with people where I'm like, why does this bitch think that everything like if I hear like, oh, I can never catch a break in this life. I'm like, bro. You either it's a perspective thing or you're just saying this performatively or something. You know, you're trying I to get will something. say I'm not there. There is a level of it, like a, the, that type of person who's like always like complaining, like at work. Those are not the people that I kind of get sucked in by. Um, it's more the people who like something always just happens to be wrong or sad or like another thing happened. And it's always used in a way to like kind of guilt you for not being aware of their life or whatever. You know, it's not the loud victim. It's more the silent victim. But the closer you get, the more you just start hearing their sad, sad tales and, oh, life's hard or they don't get the raise or yes. jobs are hard for them. It's like, why is everything that hard for you? But they really are energy vampires. Yes. They like oh love. They like fuel up on complaining in my eardrums. And, and I you love give it, it to them. Yeah, yes. I'm you like, give oh, it to them. No. 
like, oh, or, oh my or I'm like, oh, you can get out of this. So I'm either their cheerleader or I'm just like awing them on. But something about me just gives it to them. But the the plus Fuck. side of that is for sure like when I first met you, you were extremely welcoming to your, you're like, oh my God, come in. Do you want a glass of water? Do you want a beer? Do you want a hard come cider? You're like, empty like, home. Yeah. You're like, come in, sit down. Let's talk. Blah, blah, blah. I stayed here for like four or five hours. That the first fun. time we hung out. It was his yes. 30th birthday. Yeah. And w- like, we just hung out. And then also like you're, if I'm like, oh my God, dude, life's a little tough right now. And I start saying it, you're like, oh, but you got this like, blah, 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 blah. Like you do. The plus side to that is that yeah. you do help people that are close to you. You do br- like breathe life into them when Thank they need you. it but when it's someone that is targeting you as like oh i can use this all the time it's yeah a, yes it's a lot yeah and then i defend them yes and i'm like no no oh, no you no. defend them oh we'll get into it okay, oh, okay. so why don't we so let's start this okay so we looked up and did a massive amount of research. <laughs> we went I to choosingtherapy.com. choosingtherapy.com. um 13 signs of a toxic friend uh we're gonna read all of these signs. Cause I think that they'll, they kind of like over cross, but we're not going to like dive into each of them because mm. some of them are a little more relevant. I think in most situations and the other ones are kind of like the trickle effects or like smaller ones. But Hey, if one of these is for you, like, listen, cause like these are, there's a lot. Yes. Okay. And there's, a, I mean, it, it was quick, but it would, these are very informative and we pinpointed a lot. We talked a lot before this and we're like, Oh shit, these are good. Okay. You want to read it? Okay. One is they tease and insult you regularly or insult you regularly. Two uh, is that they want all of your attention on demand. Mm-hmm. They make the three is they make themselves the perpetual victim. That's when we just spoke on. Mm-hmm. They peer pressure you into doing things you don't want to do. Five is they disrespect your boundaries. Six is they are jealous of your other friends. Seven. You give way more than you receive. Eight is you love when your plans with them get canceled. So that one's like a feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, nine is you often withhold telling them your real truth. Ten, you lie or cover up for them. Oh, that's Ew. 11 is you feel trapped or obligated to be their friend. Twelve, you feel like you're in competition with them. Oh, that's a... Um, mm. 13 and the last one is you feel completely drained. That is a heavy one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they kind of all are, and they're all things that unless you take the time to sit with yourself and identify, it's really easy to just like, especially friends, we just let them do their thing. Cause it's like, Oh, they're not my partner. They're not my romantic partner. So like, yeah, eh. give them a leeway or whatever. Totally. Yeah. And then, and then three months into a friendship, four months, six months, a year, you're like, oh, I feel like there's something off in my life. And friends yes. like that, if they're not, I do, I heard this guy talk, he's, if friends are not giving you true value in this life, if you're not, if you don't have, and it starts with you too, obviously setting mm-hmm. your own boundaries and seeing what you need in a friend and all and we'll that. we'll talk about that, yeah. I think today for sure. Yeah. But um, if they're not feel like checking off all these marks, why, and it sounds a little selfish, but also like, why would you have them around if they're sucking a part of you away? If you can choose having someone amazing there instead, why would you choose to keep someone so close that's draining you? You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't have to be like that. They necessarily like cast a shadow in your life, yeah. but if they're not 
giving more of it. And then these other signs, you know, if they're not giving more to your life and then you start seeing these other signs, it's like, well, maybe you, that maybe that's enough. Maybe that's yes. enough of a reason to like, you know, kind of move on. Like people get really into being loyal and mm -hmm. you know what? That is a human made construct and society that like you remain loyal to people. And I don't think as many people in our lives deserve loyalty, that amount of loyalty, yes. that undying, unwavering loyalty. I just don't. And I don't think I agree. It, they deserve it. Yeah. Some people really, I, if you, you can really identify that and they're uh, look, I've, I've come, I've had moments where I was like chopping heads off of people in my life where I was too quick about it. Me too. Um, Absolutely. But there is, if you can really sit and take time and be like, shit, dude, this is not the relationship for me. It's okay. It's really okay to either take a step back from it or cut it off completely or something. You or know what I mean? change it or change work it. and fight like you yeah. would with a, a partner. Totally. I think, you know, for me, I've been the, the reason the friendship was toxic. I've had other Same. friendships where they were the reason it was toxic. And I've had other friendships where we just weren't the right match. Like we were a little too similar or a little too different. So it's not like we're saying this and you know, I'm not, I have had a lot of friendship breakups. I would say they're about 50, 50 and who the person was in the, in the wrong. And I will say that the majority of friendships breakups I had under 25, I was mm. in the wrong. And mm. as I've gotten older, I actually feel like they've been, um, me just, me just setting a boundary and like ending a friendship in a, in an okay way. Like, a, I'm, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Is kind of what I do actually. For sure, yeah. And then that's okay. So and yes. Or yeah. And also not feeling like maybe everyone that's nice to you is necessary me. a friendship. Nece I think like that is necessary of a friendship. Like sometimes it, Sometimes they're just cool and you can keep them cool. Yeah. Keep cool I'll call distance. them my friend. We hang out twice. They're my best friend. I'm actually, I've been really good. I've never called you my best friend. Oh, I know. You're like, hey, this is good. You're not close. I know. No, but I have in the past gotten into relationships with girls and guys, other gay men and then girls. I actually, I only have one straight male friend. That's not like Ben, but I've had situations in the past where I get, close with people and I'm like oh they are like one of my best friends like they became a best friend so quickly and it's like girls number one I've noticed and like sorry to be sexist but this I do feel like girls tend to label like friendships a lot more they're like you know that's my best friend and that's my really good friend and you know here's you know whatever like you do that and guys are kind of just like oh I'm gonna go hang out with my friend or like, buddies or, or buddies like it's all the same yes. and so I just fall in that category of people who will call some of their best friend really quickly, who will be like, you know, say, I love you to their friends really quickly. will make consistent plans with them really quickly until I realize that I'm like, Oh my God, we have become like absolutely inseparable and, um, like almost codependent. Yeah. 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 And yeah for sure. I've been really good about not doing that with you mm -hmm. because I've lost friendships because of it. Cause I went For too fast. Sure. I don't totally. want to lose our friendship. So I'm trying to like be like respectful to just time. It takes yes. time to build relationships and friends and trust yes. and all of it for sure. And I mean, it's not like we're like, there's a huge distance in between no, us, but we're we just like very close, but yeah. we're not like, I just, I don't want to, I just want to let things be what they are. I want to stop labeling as much things in general. Like, yeah. why do I have to distinguish who is all my best friend? Like all my relationships at this point in my life are so different. Yeah, for sure. Same. I mean, I keep, I, it's funny with me. I have friends that are 
like I, like family members that are very close to me that we've been talking since I was a baby mm-hmm. and I keep them really close and um and then I have a couple of friends that we keep in contact at a distance I've known since like seventh grade or whatever yeah and then um with friends like this I keep like two or three the most inner circle people in my Same. life now I, I <laughs> not before <laughs> I couldn't I had friends that were um that like I had a group of friends that were like uh, of eight where we would come together all the time. And yeah, w- when I was younger, group. the friend for group, sure, and I sure. loved every single one of them. Yes. But as an adult, I need, I could still have a group like that of like buddies where I can Buddy, go out. Party friends, social yes. friends, social yes, friends. I need to be more okay with the fact that social friends are valid yes. and add value to my life without like talking about, you know, the most important stuff. Like we can yes. honestly just enjoy each other's company and they can be a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and, and that's okay. They don't need to be like this deep sister. I don't need a sister. Yeah. And I don't know why I get so weird, Yeah, but I have like my whole life. I've always just really connected quickly with people and then yeah. it fucking yeah. and blows it goes, up and in my face. Yes, totally. Yeah. I've done this. I've done the same thing more when I was younger, but my group of friends and as an adult, you can't, there's not that much energy you can give to all of these no, people and that's all the why time. They, some, it's going to die. It's, it's going to fizzle yes. and die. And you, or you'll find some like subconsciously for me, I would like find reasons to not like them or to get them out of my life. Or I could just, I could have literally just been like this. There's extra people right now. I can't disperse all of my energy to all of these fucking people. And no, I think there's a healthy way to have friendships and I think I'm getting closer to it. Yes. Okay. I want to read through the ones that we resonated with Mm -hmm. between the two of us. So we each have kind of like a little bit of an anecdote that we want to reflect on and like maybe pinpoint like where these things could have gone wrong or the personality traits we could avoid for ourselves, not because they're bad people, but because they're not our matches. Yes. So we have, Alex has thoughts on friends who have teased and insulted him. Yeah. I, this is uh, interesting because for me, I have been very self-deprecating with the jokes. And then with, yes, for, <laughs> yes, more when I first met you, I've yeah. noticed it less lately. Yeah. I just, I can't, you know, after I turned 30, y'all, something changed. Good. I don't know what it is. I think that's great. I was like, <laughs> yes, for sure. I just like, can't, there's no time for a lot of shit. And, um, I, when, and then I get friendly with people really quick. Mm-hmm. So I make self deprecating jokes. I'm like, Oh my God, my love handles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then someone I just meet, they're like, you're so fat. And I'm like, what? Bitch, they don't what? tell you like no. They're, Do you get that response like, a lot too? Where if you're like, no, you're not. No, yeah, no, you're not. And I'm like, girl, I got. I literally have a love handle. Okay, like it's cool. Okay. Or, but then, but what I mean is like they're they get they feel so comfortable. And this was on me where I like I make them feel comfortable with talking to me. I become self deprecating. They feel like they're like, oh my god, yeah, you're a fat mess or whatever. You know, that's like just like over a, time. Like these social close, friendships, quickly, quickly. Really, they're like immediately where you're like, out like one, like a shift with someone where I make them feel and they're like, ah, ha, ha, shut up, you're stupid. I'm like, oh wait, wait, when did we even get that close? That that's dynamic, like, that like so quickly. And the self deprecating thing is like that old saying you teach people how to treat you you teach the world how you want to be treated and i treat myself a certain way and everybody feels for some reason not for some reason very obvious reason feel the need to be like that so there's definitely been that and then there has been a person where i was like 
chill. Like every time I saw them, they're like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. You, you like those pants or like, I'll like lift up my pants. Like mm, your pants are getting tighter, huh? Like, oh, it, like the fat jokes or like whatever. Like I got a cold sore one time and it was just like a nonstop gay joke, which I was like, what? girl, chill. Yeah, chill. that's like, crazy. People get cold sores. It's not like a, like it doesn't. Some people doesn't are born have, with them. And like, literally, literally like my whole family, like yeah. we all get cold sores. So it's yeah. just like weird shit like that where I'm like, stop that's like, just it's so tough. and it's, it's just mean all the time all the okay, time yes so in situation so i haven't i've never had this situation yeah. i've never had a friend that has teased or insulted me now i've had people who are my friends tease me <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. i haven't had that like in a friendship you know where they like really take you down a peg that's not something i've experienced i think i do have a little too much pride yeah. i don't think that would fly like i just that for sure wouldn't happen to me for because sure. like a second you were rude, you're like, I would forget we were ever friends. So like, you're that's like, not a thing I've experienced. Yeah. Um, is that to you clearly to me, that's a deal breaker. That's a toxic trait that I'm not gonna like tolerate in my life. Do you think that is something that like can be recovered from through a conversation or is that something that you're just like, okay, I'm gonna stop letting them talk to me like that. Yeah. I think it's, Mm, it depends. I think it can be, especially when I evaluate the friendship, if there's a bunch of things that that checks off, that checks off with this like list <laughs> right, of things, you're right. like, is this the only thing? Is this something like, okay, chill, I'm having a bad body image day. Like, let's not go there or totally. whatever. And I use a fat joke thing just as like one example of many things, you know? Well, some of these things on this list and some of the things people say hold more weight. Totally. So, no pun intended. <laughs> just like you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why. So the, the issue with the self-deprecating jokes is it's so funny to me sometimes. I know. Where it's like, I'm like, for some reason, it's too funny. You opened your eyes and just <laughs> let me in. Just, you asked for it. So, yeah. So if they check up a clear, bunch of boxes. I don't make fat jokes she's around Alex. Never. This is not who he's talking this about. Is, it's me. He's yeah, talking I'm about like, me. Bitch, we got to talk. So, so we're going to keep recording. Like, actually called me out on not making um, self-deprecating I jokes. I hate pitiful jokes. Yes. I used to, because I used to do it so much. And then I just, one day, like, I don't know when it switched for me. I honestly don't remember. It's been a while, but I don't do it. Like I'll just yeah. like, Oh, I'm stupid or whatever about a subject I'm actually stupid in, but I'm not saying anything negative about myself. That isn't true. Like, I'm not going to pretend yeah. like I have a flaw that I don't have. First, I mean, it was, like I said, 30 did wonders. And you allow other people yeah. to treat you. Yeah, you start making fun of you. If I were to say, oh, I'm an annoying person, someone who's not a very nice person would probably be like, oh, I yeah, found it really annoying when you did this. And they start to pick at you. So don't let people know, like, your biggest insecurities. Because yeah. that's what comes out in that humor. Totally. Yeah. I just turned exactly. this around on you. I'm like, yeah. you need to change. You need to not change. Them. It's true, though. I mean, and a lot of these is, I'm noticing it is really it starts with us like it's not it's it it can be someone that enters your life and starts doing these things but a lot of it is like our lack of knowing what we want as boundaries and yes, setting them yes. what we want in friends like for mm-hmm. me i kept friends choosing uh, yeah, your friend choosing yes. yes is it's very interesting but yeah um and then i have friends that i make because of proximity Okay. Because they're close. I and mean, you've called me out a Social couple times. Social friends, proximity so, friends. Fr- yes, friends that, yeah. because they're close geographically, Roommates. yes. Like if you you're just a roommate and you're friends with them because they're your roommate, but they suck. But but you wouldn't be friends with them outside of it. It's like, that's yes. that's a huge thing. And how do you just like. By convenience. Honestly, like, I feel like for the roommate thing, like, how do you stop? 
how do you become just roommates and not friends? Like if you don't like the person, you're only hanging out with them because of proximity, like you are oh, wasting yeah. your time. Like if you're yeah. going out with that girl every night because like you guys live together, but you don't really like her. It's like, you're allowed to just like live with people. Like, I feel like people get so weird. Like they have to be best friends with their roommates or their neighbors are bringing over baskets of cookies. And if you don't like these people, you don't just have to hang out with them because they're in proximity yeah. to you. Or in close proximity. Yes. Or they like, if, or you work with them. Like, yes, I don't know. Exactly. Or if like a vi if you don't vibe with them a hundred percent, they're nice people. They're great. You see, they do amazing stuff. They have great jobs. They do this. They have all the, it, and you don't vibe with them mm -hmm. like you don't have to no it's a waste of your time it's a waste of your energy you're not gaining anything from yeah. it like i really do feel like something going into this new year 28 thank you mm -hmm. um i just want to be really really conscious with the new friends i make in san diego like i've moved here seven months ago it's very important to me that i don't repeat the mistakes of the past yes whoever was more wrong when it ended mm -hmm. i don't i don't care what i don't want to do is that ever again i yeah. just don't want to have another fucking friendship break i don't want to do this yes you know totally. i'm taking responsibility and like being i'm not being guarded i'm we're still i'm making friends i'm going out with different people yes. going over to people's houses i've never met like having fun but i need to protect the labels yes and w also you know what you're looking for and what you're set setting yeah. yeah well so mine the one i was gonna talk about yeah. but we kind of whatever in the intro of this is the perpetual victim um to me that toxic friend trait i guess uh is one for me that is a complete deal breaker like the friendship does need to be over and that is because I allow it. Mm -hmm. And so it needs to end because at the point I can't regain respect. Like I think I allow oh. people to, I don't know. I, I feel like I am pretty generous sometimes almost inappropriately. So, and so I'll do things and give things to my friends. And I think some of these people have benefited from that. And even if they didn't, it's not like I think they're conniving people. They yeah, just yeah, yeah. are victims and they like people who care for them and give them extra attention and treat them like they're special and like give them passes for their behavior. Like they like people like me. Yes. Um, it's not like they meant to hurt either of us, but like we latched onto each, we latch onto each other and then it explodes in the end. Do you remember anyone that was like that when you were younger, younger? Like, oh, that's an interesting feel, question. Did you have like a, a like a foster sibling or like? No, I never a, had a relationship with any of my foster siblings that was like intense. I'm trying to think that. Um, like trauma bonding with someone or something? I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know. I, I feel like. Cause it's, yeah, I it feel like I want to take care of people because I wasn't taken care of. Like I, if I, you know, like Whoa. friends, because I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have the same thing with romantic relationships. Yeah. So that's something I'm working on. We talked a lot about it. So yeah. I don't really feel like yeah. we, you know, you heard our thoughts on the victim stuff. If you know that you're a person who is a victim a lot, just work on that. I really think that's something you should work on in therapy. If you think that, everything that happens to you is like, you know, it doesn't happen to anyone else. It's, Oh, it's always me. Um, if you're someone who, you know, when you suffer from something, you have to talk about it all the time. Like if you have body issues, you're going to like, that's all you discuss. Like that's why you were a bitch that day. Cause you were feeling bad. And it's always a victim thing. Like, I think those are signs you need to go to yeah. therapy. I am personally as the person who is the like caretaker and the fixer and going to therapy to figure out why the fuck I need to take care of a grown ass adult. Yeah. 
and stop doing that. Yes. So that's my conclusion on victimhood. But for sure, I yeah. I just remembered some a friend type of friend that I almost always let in immediately mm-hmm. is no matter how their personality is mm, within reason. Right, these people have different personalities. It's it's that essence. (laughs) My, not victim, but when someone's an artist, like a really gifted artist. Oh my God, those are the men I go for. That's it. Same. That's my toxic man. Oh, like artists. if you like, yeah. Oh, for me, it's well, f- and friends too. But um, like definitely guys I've dated. I'm like, oh, or like they're an amazing singer. Oh my god, Anything, I was like, oh yes, whoa, that like is, a gifted yes, singer. Where gifted, you're like, yes, they ha- <laughs> like they have to have like the it factor mm-hmm. that hasn't this world hasn't seen. And I'm like, but you have it. You have and yeah. You, it's and you know what? Looking back, they're usually losers. Um. Uh, but yeah, I'm super uh, into that as well. Mm. That's, that is like every guy I've dated. It hasn't always been like an artist, but someone who just like that personality trait, like who's like, cause I feel like comedy is an art. So like guys who are yes. super hilarious, like truly like that kind of counts. I really love a funny guy. Mm. Um, but Ben like draws, my husband draws and like does art and like wood burning. And he hasn't for so many years, but when we first met, he did it a lot. And I was like, that is so hot. Your ovaries were like. Well, I didn't want babies at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. And then I met him and he was, his ovaries were shaking. <laughs> no, that's funny. Okay. Another thing is not disclose, not dis- disclosing, but like if something bothered me about something that happened, a moment in time that happened, or like, uh, like an opinion you have that I can't get past, I um, don't talk about it because I want to process it in my own time. But since I fucking work all the time and don't ever <laughs> stop and process anything, it's just like not an option for some reason. I just don't end up doing it. But um, it ends up building up major resentment. And then I like, like not telling someone something they did because yes. you haven't had time to figure out how you want to tell them yeah, and then you just how, don't tell them. Tell them or at least accept it in my own way. I'm like, you know, that's who they are. And it comes from a place of like, I don't ever want to be like your a bad person for thinking or saying this. I want you to be who you are, but I do want to express it in a way that it affected me in a way, but I don't want to dull you as a person. I always do believe in like, don't dull yourself, hand the person sunglasses. Don't dull your shine. Like Mm -hmm. give the person some sunglasses and let them deal with it. But I do that. And then the fucking relationship will like, I'll just like straight up either ghost explode uh, yep. You know, some combination of both <laughs> Same. ghost and then, ex- I mean, explode and then ghost or oh, no, yes. ghost and I, then explode. I am, was, I was an exploding ghoster. Now I'm <laughs> was more, an exploding ghost. <laughs> now I'm more a ghoster. However, I will say the last friendship that I ended pretty recently, I did write a very well thought out response. You know, they reached out to me after a few weeks of uh, uneasiness. And, um, I was able to say that like, Hey, based on kind of our friendship in its entirety and some things I think I've let go in the past, like I do need to end this and I can no longer be friends with you. Um, mm-hmm. or someone like you is what I needed to remind myself. Yeah, like yeah, don't yeah. find another one. Um, and you know, it wasn't easy and I think they're a good person. Um, I, I do think maybe there is some narcissism there and, you know, we all have our things. So it's not like, okay, but narcissism is a, is a really, really hard one to, uh, like to, to, to overcome being yes. a narcissist. Cause they don't, 
usually want to be. So yes. um, victim narcissist for sure. So that's what you draw, drew you to this person was their victimness. I mean, I, I, yeah, because like it was like a, a bunch of um, body stuff like that. That would always be the excuse that they were in a bad mood or treating us like shit oh. or screaming at friends of ours. And it was like, oh, I'm just so insecure about like my body, like in the gay community. And I'm like, OK, but why are you like screaming at your best friend? Yeah. Like. I don't know. So anyway, so I finally handled, I feel like this last one was like, I handled it well, but I do feel like right now looking at my friends truly inside and out, I think they're good. Like I I don't have that weird feeling that you are avoiding for so long and then makes you blow up. No one right now makes me feel that way. Hell yeah. Yeah. Same here. I, um, yeah, same here. Thankfully, I don't, I, like I said, I work a lot, so I, I don't keep that many people that close. So the a few people that are close i'm like i feel very good about the people that are around yeah especially and yeah and people that i look up to that i keep at a distance only because i can't be super close with them right just because of time and all that but yeah i'm i'm thankfully again 30 28 we don't have fucking time no. it's like what is yeah you learn all your lessons or you're learning all of it or but there's a point where you got to just be like no we got to know what we want at f- moving forward 100% and i know i went and kind of talked about like the ending it when yeah. you were saying you ghost or explode or explode yeah. or ghost but i actually i really do feel like in all of my friendships that have failed ultimately what we're talking about with this one which is like withholding your truth and withholding how you feel and not letting them into parts of your life um, or not telling them feedback about themselves. That is what I would do with all of those friends. Every friend that has failed, I never called out when I was uncomfortable. I never like told them. I never even told them I was uncomfortable, let alone called out. Like we can't even get to that step. They didn't even know I was upset. I'd be like, but it's okay. It's okay. Oh my gosh, but it's okay. It's like my, it was my fucking sound. I had someone move in with me in my room, sleep in my bed and I didn't charge her rent. And I was like, but, but she needs help. Why does she need more help than anyone else? Go to therapy. So, you know, like I just, so I am have really tried to set that boundary because if I'm not telling people feedback, it's because I'm afraid I'm going to lose the friendship and I don't want to lose it. And I don't want to be the reason. And then it's like every other friend that I have that's healthy though, I can say things yes. that I'm not like happy. And that shit takes up mental space. You think about it on your time. You're not with them before bed or while you're taking a shower. It takes up mental room. Like you don't need it in your life. You no, don't. I know. I think that's like, now that's like a tangible standard that I can have. I'm like, okay, if I'm not giving them feedback on how they're making my fe- me feel and I don't, f- or, or just feedback on anything. If I'm just like, everything they do is totally fine. Even if it's not, um, then we're not friends because yeah. if we were friends, I'd be able to talk to them. And then that's that. Like I Done, used to, yes. but instead in the past, I was like, Oh, we're best friends. <laughs> we're besties. <laughs> yeah. Point blank. Who cares if she's shitting on my bed? <laughs> Has you ever shit your bed? No, oh, Alex, sorry. no one's ever shit in anyone's bed. Mm. I know. Okay, I want to talk about some of the other ones that were on this list that mm-hmm. I don't have as much of a connection to because, like, I know my toxic friendship type. But I think they're important because I think these come up a lot with people. And on these ones, I feel like I have advice for them. Okay. Unlike mine, where I have a blind spot for, like that's the friendship type I have a blind spot for. But these other ones, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Do this, like as if it's so easy. Totally. Yeah. Which it's simple, but not easy. 
No, I know. Okay, so someone who wants your attention, like, all the time, and you are, like, the person, the only person they can talk to, so, like, they, yes. you always need to be available for them, or, and if you can't make it, like, you're guilty, like, that kind of friend. Have you, have you yes. had that at all? Okay, yes. I actually haven't, so. Yes, and it's, um, hard. It's one of those things where I never was, like, I can't be that person. Can I just you give kind me of an like, example of what like yes. that looked like for you? It's just like, oh, oh, it would be like, well, two examples. I had a childhood friend where he lived directly, again, friend by proximity. Mm -hmm. um, he lived directly behind me. So our backyards oh, yeah. touched. Yeah, so we would just friends. be like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, we would see each other like, hey. And he would always be like, go to the fence. And we were like, okay. I'd go up and he'd be like, yeah, I'm having a bad day. Blah, 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 blah. So he would just like fucking trauma dump or vent about his day oh, or whatever. Weird. Just like shit like that. But we, he was also really funny. He had all these good characteristics, but very needy on the spot. Needs you now. You need to be there. And um, What did weird. you feel like the consequence would be if you didn't? Or did you just think that not being there wasn't an option? I, yeah, I didn't even consider another option. I was like, oh, he's my friend. You just got to show up. That's my and advice to people. Yeah. There's another option. There's like, another You can just option. not be that person for someone. Yes, like, for sure. I do. I want to say, obviously, like if it's, you know, if someone's threatening like suicide because someone, and this is maybe is more in romantic relationships and we'll talk, you know, whatever. But, you know, we're, I'm not saying like, just like fuck you. I'm never going to talk to you, whatever, like, you know, help get them help or whatever, but it is also not on you. Um, so like you need to pass even in the most severe cases, pass them on to someone else who is more qualified, yep. has the time and wants to be there for them. So like, even in the worst cases of someone who always needs your attention and you're the only person in the world who can be there for you. If you don't feel like they're giving you the same thing, if they are not that person to you, then they are not an equal best friend and you do not need to be giving them this time even yeah, in the well, most severe circumstances for sure yeah There's i mean someone like, better totally and like for me it was i was like younger so it's like That's i didn't really get yeah i didn't even get <laughs> like oh friendships are complicated and you can draw boundaries i didn't know any of that i was like an literally elementary middle school and then um later on um yeah just someone that i would like facetime all the time okay. and like talk to and like and like and if i wasn't there they would get really um, just very weird, off-putting, all of a sudden put this huge, like, like put the wall up and just act weird about it. Oh my God, so you have to like make so up for like, not having yes, a FaceTime call? Yeah, or like, but like, they wouldn't say anything. So you're just like, I, is this because of that? Or is because, like, I don't know, I don't know what I did wrong. So, but I'm They're assuming it was because of that. you to have like an anxious attachment style. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, oh, so it was, so manipulative. It's, it's hard to navigate a relationship like that, especially when it's like someone that, needs to be closed for because they were like there for for a while or their family there's or whatever there's always a reason there's always a reason their family you've been friends forever you know their family they're yes. like family whatever there's new friends i don't know i'm yes, pretty for sure look, no, it's you're a right. lot easier to give advice though uh, oh on this way easier when it's for not sure. your blind spot <laughs> for obviously, sure obviously like i've ad admitted to it so as i'm harshly giving this like breakup advice it's you know, Very, obviously I yes. have my own yes. shit and, and it's not that easy. And it's like with all, so many things in life, things are simple, but not easy. Yes. That's it's a so simple true. solution, but it's, but it's like, like, how do you do it? How do you get to no, that point? Totally. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Okay. Peer pressure within a friendship, like friends that don't respect your boundaries. We'll put those two together. Yeah. Peer pressure you and don't respect your boundaries. I mean, for me, like as an adult now, I'm like, 
I I don't like drinking often. And mm-hmm. then I, there's a lot of situations where like there'll be people drinking. I'm like, not tonight. And if people are like, come on, come on. First of all, so disrespectful. the first sign of like an actual alcohol problem is you always wanting to have people drunk with you. So that is a, a symptom of alcoholism, even in, in a small extent. If you I need them that. to, yeah, if they're like, you're like, no, you come on, come on. It's your day off. Oh, come on. You have this uh, evening off. Like, that, always that's a sign of a drinking problem okay. they need other people to be with them okay. so that's first of all i identify that and it makes um, sense and then and also as adults like bro you're peer pressuring me like no peer is going to pressure me into doing it especially if it's something that i'm okay. like hard this no. one feels like light to me yeah Th- this one does feel light because my thoughts on this and i don't know about you but one way for peer pressuring <laughs> i don't have a lot of friends who like actually peer pressure me but when I have noticed that my friends are not respecting my boundaries of wanting to go to bed early and be peaceful and not hungover is typically when they are feeling needy or like a little unloved or maybe whatever so what I like to do is reassure them like I want to spend time with you but I don't want to drink or whatever you know that would be um and another thing I think is that People need to have more friends and different friends to do different things. With. So if, you know, someone was pressuring me to drink, that's another thing. I don't do it that much. And I would just say, like, let's go out. And then I would find them a new friend so that they can yes. take that. And I love to introduce friends. My favorite thing in the world is to introduce two of my good close friends, people who I know are good people and will get along. And then they become friends and there is nothing better than my two friends doing something without me. Mm-hmm. I or bonding over succeeded. funny things about you. Yeah, bond over me, talk shit about me. I just love not having to do things. So yes. I will introduce friends and I will make them new friends yes. so that I can go home and go to bed because I'm tired. <laughs> so that one is not a deal breaker to yeah, me. That's for, like you can fix this. Yes, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm like in a group of people like y'all are not going to peer pressure me into doing things. Like I've never had issues. <laughs> finding a group of friends or feeling accepted in a group of friends and I never felt like I needed a drink or do anything I really did feel like who I am is enough and right. if you're doing that I'm like bro chill I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like, do I'm that good. and also you're good you're yeah. staying you're not saying you're going yeah, home so totally. there's like no reason to peer pressure yeah I'm sure there's peer pressure in a lot of other ways within friendships that I'm not thinking of but Cause I'm thinking of in like the lighter way of, you know, I just, I'm good. I'll set my boundary. I'll replace yeah. a friend, you know, I'll replace myself with someone new and you go play with them. And yes. I, this is my boundary and I I'm not going and I'm I love you. Know. But there's a side of it. If your friend is like a fucking dickhead and a yeah. bully and like takes, you know, a Ciroc bottle and shoves it down your throat when you said you weren't going to drink, they have a problem. For sure. So there is a line of peer pressuring where, yeah, they are the problem and you should get out. But if it's the little social stuff, it's just like, you know, distract them. Yes. And I, 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 a memory of, um, like this girl, um, an old roommate was, uh, dude, I was dating's roommate. And she was telling me a story of how, like, she just like ended up at this party, just doing some fuck. She slept with some guys, some girls, husband because she was so drunk and she was just like but she said in the beginning of the story she was just like and i just like was drinking taking shots because i wanted them to like me and she was 22 and and i was like sleeps with someone's husband and well she got so drunk that (laughs) she ended up doing that just like can you imagine going into the night yes thinking that you're like trying to be liked and then you fuck the girl's husband yes and like she and she didn't she said she didn't know and all this stuff and it's just i do 
I've never been in a situation where I was like, I want you to like me. Let, what, I, what can I do? What action can I do that I don't feel comfortable with will make me will make you like me? I've never been in that situation. So it's hard. It's always like a hard no for me. Like, bro, chill. I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm pretty easily persuaded, but only when I'm open. Want to, yeah. yeah. So I feel like I actually what I do. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure all my friends know if they know me at all. But like, I feel like I put up a harder front yeah. of not wanting to do something so that I can like budge a little bit and I will give in. And, and then they're like, just, yeah. yeah. And they're just happy that I did. And I think they give me that so yes. that I feel cool and fun and wanted. But like, you yes. know, they know that I want them to nudge a little bit. But I, those friends know me. If I said no to like, I don't know, someone I met professionally or whatever, and I was like, no, I don't want to drink. And they, they pressure me and they weren't a good club that's so weird to me like anyone who pushes Very i'm with predatory, you yeah. um okay giving more than you receive not mm. not having a friend who reciprocates in emotionally physical i guess stuff? in yeah. any way in physical any stuff what physical stuff do your friends do to you well, that i mean you i don't guess material things <laughs> material things i mean physical you rub my back i'll rub yours <laughs> i guess I think I'm more of a, cause my, my thing is like my love language is not active service is not gift giving. So I it? found myself, mine is well for romantic relationships, physical touch and words. Okay. Of Do you know for friendship, like what you lean towards? Um, I'm a huge hugger. Um, sharing time. Do we ever hug? I've hugged. We've hugged a couple of times. I like to hug, yeah. but I don't usually initiate the hug. Yeah. We've hugged I a like couple of times. Hug. Yeah. I initiate hugs with people like, who I don't think want to hug me. And you're like, bring it in, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but like my family. <laughs> but <laughs> so I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely been on the other side of um, being the one that takes more than gives, but not intentionally. Like I wasn't I like, see that. give me, give me, give me. I'm there. It's just someone that's a gift giver that just kept giving me stuff. And I'm like, thanks. I oh, cool. could thanks. see that. And I don't, I can that. think of a friend right now that I'm like, Yes. Oh, I do have a lot of your Tupperware containers and a vacuum and <laughs> a cat. Okay, well, um, so I'm like, there's a lot and I just don't, um, I don't realize. But so that, that could be That could as be well. your toxic trait. That, that could be. That you don't give as much as you take. Yeah. Or like, but there was never a, a talk about it. Like, hey, I'm a gift giver. This is me, bro. Like, I'm going to give you a bunch of stuff. I like gifts too. <laughs> if we're going to be friends, you better give stuff back. A, a lot of people don't have the conversations with their friends or even partners about what like their love language is or, um, and it doesn't have to like sound that corny, I guess, if you're uncomfortable with it. Like yeah. my husband and I read that book when we were dating. So I feel like it's a pretty basic one. It's yeah. not like you're not weird to ask someone for their love language. Like that's a pretty common fucking thing. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's super important to communicate it, but the funny, you know, we don't. And so yeah. people could expect and be hurt by it and be like, you know, why, you know, why would I, do I give Alex gifts? Let's say let's say, you know, material things. And then if you were to never get them a gift and they might be sad, but you're like, well, or acknowledge I, I just thought it. you just liked giving gifts. So for me, I love giving gifts. Mm. And I am okay if people don't give them to me. I do love a surprise gift, especially from someone who usually doesn't. Like, that means more to me than, like, a birthday, Christmas, everything. It's like, oh, you thought of me. Yeah. Thank you. But I love to give gifts. But, you know, I need to tell my friends 
when things are important to me, like my birthday. Yeah. That is important. I want everyone to acknowledge that it's my birthday. Mm. So I'm going to just tell you that it's important to me or else you I'm going to have like a friend. You told me two weeks before. Yes, I did. I said, I have to warn you, my birthday's coming up. It's the first birthday we've been through together. That's true. Do you want to know something? Yeah. This is the first year in years that I haven't had like a all out birthday party. Oh. Do you want to know the one thing what? I did in COVID? What? I had an outdoor birthday party for my 26th birthday and announced to all my friends in my backyard that I was pregnant. But it You're was like, I'm pregnant. Yeah, like but it was during away. lockdown. <laughs> so it was like the one time I broke lockdown was on my fucking birthday because that's. Oh. That's like that's how of, egotistical oh. I am. Yeah. And you were like ready to get your friends killed for having like small yeah. Get-togethers. And then my birthday came around, and, and, and like, you know what? They all fucking came. Of course they and did. And then I told them I was pregnant, and it was awesome. Like yeah. it was, it was great. But I tell my friends like, yeah, 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 that when it matters, or else you get hurt feelings. Mm, that's true. You said you were like, I like cards. I fucked up on that you one. Did I did not, not get, get a card. You know I who else did didn't? Who pen? Yeah. Didn't. No, Ben and Alex and Amy didn't either. And but Ilya. Amy, it's okay. I didn't expect you to. Um, I know. I fucked up. I was like, I yes, I fucked it's up. It's okay. I've also, I've also, I think this is a testament to like, hey, growth. If you have these things. I, I used to be really sensitive if my friends like wouldn't text me back with enthusiasm. I just like expected a lot of my friends because... I like to give a lot. I like to give a lot of myself to them. I'm there for them. If they call me, I answer. If they text me, I answer still to this day. But Mm -hmm. like I have accepted now that it brings me happiness to immediately text someone back. And if they don't text me for three days, you know why? Because it doesn't bring them happiness too. And like, that's fine. I'll call them if I need them. But I had bridesmaids and I sobbed because people didn't give me enough attention. And now I'm like, I don't care. Like yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah, am yeah. more respectful. Like, yes, it's like, yes, you yes, don't yes. have to worship my, like, you don't have to be on my schedule. Totally, like, totally. So as friends, talk about it. Yes. Talk about it. And if you can let it go, like, let it go. Not everyone wants to, like, think about me 24-7. Totally. I, this is also a phase in our life, too, where we're, like, kind of moving into, like, oh, it's time to let a lot of the things, like, you're, you left, we left teenagehood and was, like, in our early 20s, and there was a lot of still the immaturity that oh we were letting gosh, go yes. of. And then now that we're late 20s, 30s now, we're letting a lot of things go. And truly. Like, actually, really. yes. Yeah. Like, and I Turning actually the page. don't care. I have, you know, a couple of friends that when they were my bridesmaids, uh, you know, we eloped because of COVID, but they were supposed to be my bridesmaids. And I would sob literally because, um, like I said, they weren't giving me enough, but I would be like, what kind of shoes should I wear? And then they wouldn't respond. And I would like call Amy and be like, I can't believe they don't even respond. And I'm just like, what kind of shoes I wear? Like, it's that fucking hard to just like respond to me. And I like lost my mind. Like one of my friends had to drive and find me. I was sitting on a park bench sobbing. Lauren, thank you. I love you. The one in San Diego here. Yeah, dude. I But I think after that, I was like, I'm crazy. Mm. And then I was able to kind of just move past it. Like, I was like, I, I, I'm i good. I cried on a park bench. I'm going to let that character flaw go. But at least you let yourself get to that point. Because if you repressed that, yeah. I think it would show up in a weirder way. But then they all were like, we love you and we're sorry. And I was like, oh, you do. And even after I screamed at all of them. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh you do love me. So it's okay. Like, you don't have to talk to me all the time. <gasps> I, That's I've, amazing. I've made a lot of strides. Tried. Yeah. Okay. There's two more. Okay. Lying for people, feeling like you're obligated to be someone's friend, feel in, what did I write? Feel in. Feel in. Competition. Competition. That's a big one. And you feel drained. 
Hmm. Shall we hit these quickly? Yes, quickly. Um, lying? lying for friends? I've never lied for friends. Fuck no. I am the biggest snitch. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, a yeah. snitch. I, I'll call I, your boss, your mother, the police. I had a friend, one of my best friends. Oh, I, we had a falling out. I forgot. I like repressed a lot of close friends that we had a falling out with. Um, yeah. And he was... And I introduced him to a good friend of mine from when I was younger and they started dating and he was also this kid's dumb as hell. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but he was like texting other girls in front of me, talking to me about them while they were dating. And I was like, snitch. I, I have, (laughs) mm, listen, y'all, if you're friends, if we're friends, I have no fucking problem being that guy of being Mm -hmm. like, don't be, this is called integrity. Mm-hmm. You cannot be like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't accept people like that in my life. Point blank. We do not, we're not going no there. no tolerance yeah. for infidelity. Uh, infidelity, yeah. Especially infidelity like that. Especially with my friend, like a just, friend of mine. No. That, I was like, distress, you're disrespecting your, her, yourself, the other girl. You're just disrespecting me. Like this yeah, is. Yeah, that I have to know about your stupid, dirty secret and now. And you, you want me to keep it a secret? Exactly. No. It's like, fuck you. No. Nope. Nope. So. Lying for your friends, don't do it. They're honestly pieces of shit. Anyone who asks you to lie for you, we said it like people told us when we were kids. Like if someone asks you to lie, that's not good. I hate lying. I don't like it. So leave. Um, If you feel obligated to be their friend, don't be their friend. If anything's an obligation, don't be their friend. I don't Mm -hmm. know. That point blank. That one's easy. That was like, there's not much there. Okay. Um, Feel in competition. Um, I've never had competitive with friends maybe no well not competitiveness but i did always like when i was um had a lot of musical friends i did feel jealous at how much i thought they were better at me as a musician okay so not not necessarily like i never felt competitive like i needed to be better but i was just like so no not competition i was just like i was always happy for them i'm like oh my god also though if we're talking about competition within like a craft yeah like I, I feel in light competition, you know, with any other wedding planners out there, mostly just inspired or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yes. But like, there's that little bit of like, oh gosh, I want to be, you know, I want to make sure I'm being my best. I, I'm really more in competition with myself. So for me, competition within friendships doesn't exist um, because I think it, it really means there's hostility and resentment and anger within that friendship. And those yeah. are emotions that are like really hard for me to like figure out why they're in a friendship. So I don't think it's like about whatever it is in that moment. Like if you're competing about everything, whether it's a promotion, who has a better relationship, your shoes, who has a more expensive curtain, you know, whatever it is, there are crazy things. And it's like, if you're always in competition with each other, it's like, and you don't care about the other successes. Mm. They say they do something well. And you're like, well, guess what I did? That's not a friendship. Like it, it, at, at best, it's a sounding board. But like at, at worst, like you guys don't like each other. Yeah. Like, and that's not. I healthy. would end the friendship. Yeah. End it. You, I mean, yeah, if it's like a coworker that you're also friends with. That is a nuance. If it is yeah. like, you know, we work together, we're in sales and like, but we're also buddies outside of work, friendly competition, but that needs to leave if it's not about like the business. Yes. I've always felt like I felt competitiveness coming from someone and I was like, 
that's weird. I'm like, the, it, like in a coworker, like with a coworker, I'm like, yes. I'm like, always like, mm, I, I don't, I'm not even gonna go there. I don't know what you're struggling with, but this is, I, we're not the same. We're and never I gonna be no the same. Interest in competing, yeah. with them back and like, I, so I don't. I'm like, why are you like? I don't know. You know, like they're posting up on you, and you're like, okay. What do I do? <laughs> what do I? What do I do now? Yeah. No, I. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. I very rarely feel like someone is in competition with me. And when I do, I do get very, um, I, I do feel weird. Like it's yes. never a friend though. It's always like, Oh, this is weird. Like this person, I don't know very oh, well. An acquaintance, that. social media. I'm like, they're starting to do things that I'm doing and like, they're being weird to me. Yeah. I'm no, like I think it's one. weird. It's like, you're a fan almost. Yeah. Like, why are you in competition with you trying to prove to each other? Like you, like why? And like, why are you trying to prove to each other that you're so good? Like, are you in love? Yeah. Maybe that's kiss. Maybe you should just kiss, just kiss, just just kiss, kiss them. them and leave. <laughs> I think you'd be better off. There's some tension there you know, that needs to be addressed. Tension. If you're competitive, have sex with your friend or coworker or whomever, as long as it's legal and consensual. Yes. That's how you're going to break the competition. Yes. You heard it here first. Um, you which leads into being drained, drained. That, that, like a friend who makes you or a person in your life. That makes you feel fucking drained. drained. Yes. That's happened to me. I have that with my dad for sure. Like okay. I have to draw straight, like straight up boundaries with um, my dad because he will, if I just like, he goes on political tangents. I'm like, first of all, I don't know anything that's going on in Brazil politically. We'll never know. I don't really care. I hear about it uh, like, uh, you know, a little bit, but I don't care what's going on in Brazil, but he gets okay. so fucking riled up and telling me shit on the phone. I'm like, I heard this before. You told me. Uh -huh. I, I can quick Google search and find all this. And then at the end of the conversation, people all the time will be like, are you and your dad, are, were you yelling on the phone? Were you angry earlier? I was like, no, I was talking to my dad for like two hours. And I don't even realize how much he gets, and my heart rate goes up a lot. And then there's other friends that I'll like sit down and the whole time they're just complaining. Like it takes that so drink. much energy because you're, and for me, I'm like literally listening to what they're saying. Obviously like a, being a listener, you're like, Oh, listening to everything. I'm like, Oh my God, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that happened. That sucks. And then it's taking from you. It and is then at the so end, mean of people to do that. Like yeah. I hate when people it's, I don't, I fucking hate work. I actually do hate the word toxic and like trauma dumping, but I hate when people put their life's miseries on me. It's like, we aren't that close have not been that close and and then and if it's your dad to you yeah. you are the child he's yeah. the parent go away yeah. i just that or annoys like, me he just, he's so just riled up about political stuff but i, ha I he's not respecting that you don't want to talk about it though yeah. so it's not only is he like draining you because like you don't care about the subject, but you actively don't want to talk about the subject. Yes. It's like, there's one thing for a dad to drone on and on about shit. That is honestly just like mind numbing truly, but it's not it's toxic. A dad thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a dad, dad thing. thing. Yeah. And there's people like that that are mind numbing sometimes, but when they are talking about things that you've specifically set a boundary on or attempted to set a boundary on and like, will go on and on and on and like make you take on what's happening, their emotions, other people's reactions. And you're like, not only do I not care, but this is ruining my whole day. So thanks. Yes. I've, I've said that I've got off the phone and be like, I had a bunch of work to do. I can't even do it. Yeah. Cause you're so drained. You're grumpy. It's like, <laughs> it's like so fucking rude. No, I, I mean like, I don't know what you should do about your dad, but if a person was making me feel that way, like a friend always, I would just stop. I think I would just like, that's the slow ghost. Like yeah. I would just slowly 
back away and like remove myself from I, that friendship. Totally. You know? I just am, I am straight up with him in the conversation. I'm like, stop. And then like, I unfortunately ghost him for like a week or so, not intentionally. I just like, I see him calling me. I'm like, I can't. You can't. I, right you now, literally I can't. can't. And I've do told it. him this. I, this is like, my, Ivanette's gonna see. My mom's gonna see this. I'm like, I've I've told them this many times. I'm like, this right. is it's it's just like that's where I'm at right now. So now, thankfully, he calls me and he like will start dabbling a little bit of this or that, but he never gets into. Well, he I have to cut it off immediately. But I've had friends where I sit down on their kitchen table and they tell me. All this shit. That's the most draining stuff. I was going to say there's the other side with like the friendships. And I do think there are solutions there. Like with your dad, it is harder. I'm like, I don't know. But you don't just like I said, leave the friendship. And I probably would do a slow ghost if Mm -hmm. I felt that way because I have a lot of capacity. So if you're draining me, that means I really do need to leave. But I think it's you can I think you can set boundaries with friends who drain you to get them to a little bit better of a place with how they communicate with you and just be mm-hmm. like, I love you. And I know that, you know, you're going through a lot or whatever, but I believe in you. And like, so every time you update me on the same bad news or whatever, it's like, I, you know, I'll be here if you need me to, but I'd rather like give you tips. I just think people know that I'm not the person to complain about you know, the same there. thing, like five times. Like yes. I, I do set that boundary and maybe that's not being, no, the most that's a giving good, friend, but that's at least good. I don't I think dump you're, them. You're giving them value by being like, I'm not going to be the one you're going to complain to. And actually, I actually believe you can get out of this if you stop complaining every time. I think some people need to hear <laughs> Sometimes that. Sometimes my advice is r- like just like that, yes. a little on the nose. And so I'm trying good. to be, I know, but I feel like I could be, sometimes I could just listen. Like I do give advice, but I get annoyed when people just like vent, the not everyone. Thing. Like obviously like if my husband wants to vent, like that's part of a being in a relationship. Like, yes. you know, if my business partner, Amy wants to vent, like we own a business together. She's the only person in the world that understands and vice versa what yes. we are going through at any given time. But a normal person, like, I would say event session, like for a best friend, I don't know, like maybe like once a month, they're kind of venting about stuff that's light. But if it's the same problem over and over and over again, and like, I'm Mm-mm. hearing about it all day, every day, this happened to one of my, with one of my friends, she's a victim friend. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually, I, I can't hear it anymore. Yeah. I don't care. I this literally is, don't yes. care anymore. And that's so unempathetic of me, but it's like, shut the fuck up. Same. Like it was about a friend and she started a business and like everything had to do with the same Every event had to do with the same thing, which was like, this client keeps complaining about this. Oh, they'll complain about that or have this issue. I'm like, this is what you took on as a business owner. That's yes. it. Don't and complain I, well, about things that you that asked for. Seven times in the conversation. Well, this is what you took on as a business owner. Good for you. The, what you need to do is actually learn what the issues are, with the, how to solve these issues. Yeah. That's maybe your solution. Ask, yeah. Why are your clients complaining? I don't know. Ask them. That's Listen, exactly. take feedback, consider that maybe you did do something wrong. I'm yeah. like, this is like you're and, and just with the technical stuff, I'm like, you said it, you have to set the right expectation for them. Blah, 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 blah. Those Can details don't even matter. Those taxes. Like what the taxes look like for that company. No. <laughs> Can um, you imagine just like an accountant trying to go through that at the end of the year? <sighs> No, I feel like for the draining one, either, you know, set a boundary Ugh. and you change it. Something we were saying before we started this episode, because I'm excited we got to talk about this. And like, I think 
we did tighten it up. Still kind of feels broad. Yeah. But I feel like at least, you know, we like identified things that are either they have to end or you fix it. Like yes. all of the things that we talked about, these toxic traits are things that you either make a change or you end the friendship and there's no other choice once you identify it. Yeah. Once. Yes, exactly. Once you identify it, once you see it for what it is, girl, do something about it. Cause or you don't want a parasite. You, yeah. You honestly. don't want a, a parasitic thing like this in your life. Like and you don't. Cause once you notice these toxic traits and if you heard stuff today that you were like, Oh my God, that's me. Uh, or like, you know, my friend or my friendship or whatever. Um, now, you know, so you're going to have to figure out what you want to do, but you can't, you can't just have a friend like that. You can't have friends and other things on here that weren't yeah. on here. I'd love to go through. And we do have a story by the way. Oh, okay, yes. cool. Yeah. We'll read the story, but f yes, for sure. People treat you like shit, though. That well, wasn't on this list, and I wish it had been. I just didn't think... Like, treat you like shit? What do you mean? Like, like if you have friends that treat you like shit, like, look down, cool with, like, like talk down on you, make you feel bad, criticize everything you do. If you get a promotion, they say, cool. I had a girl. We, I had, we, the friendship is over now. It took a lot longer than it should have because I fall for the mm. same stuff. When I... I Figured out the morning that Ben was going to propose to me because he gave me an invitation for a date night. So that was pretty fucking clear. And I texted my friends. I think Ben's going to propose. And um, or I was like, Ben's going to propose tonight. Like, I'm 100% sure. And this girl texted me back. That's wild. She wasn't like, Congrats. That's wild. Oh, wow. This guy, like this amazing guy. Like, Ben's a good catch. He's a, he's a, a great, a great partner. That's wild. I was not. Was she happy for you no. when you guys date, when we started no, dating? No, she hated him. So. What? So people who just treat you like shit and make you feel like shit. Like, I feel like that is list is that's item number 14. Get out. They're Get mean. Out, yeah. They're angry. You don't need to fix them. You don't need to empathize with them. They have other people who are coddling them. You don't need to feel like shit. Like just get ever, out. It's fucking ever. mean. And you don't need that. Oh my God. I've never had a friend. Mm, I've had friends. Have like you? That. Yeah. yeah. I think they, I listen, I think they've all. Okay. So <laughs> we have a story that we got it? and I haven't read it yet. And we also got a phone call along with it, which I'm going to read all the, I'm going to read the full long story. I had one of my friends when she found oh. out what we were doing for the episode was like, oh my God, I have a story and I have this many texts and she tried to call mid episode. So I'm going to read this. And if we think it's worth it, we'll call her back. Okay. 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 Toxic friendship story. And then we're going to break it down. Okay. Figure out what happened. Okay. Okay. My toxic friendship, was it me or her? Also, I did ask her if she was going to share on the podcast to actually share like you would on a podcast. So for everyone else who's so kindly writing in, yes, we need you to share in a way that we don't need to provide context. So this is going to be like your template. Yes. There you go. Right. And send us your stories, please. And please, God, just send me your fucking stories. Okay. <laughs> Subject. My toxic friendship, was it me or her? I was friends with a girl for 15 plus years. We grew up together and had met in elementary school and hit it off immediately when she invited her whole first grade class to her birthday party, as you do in a small school. And we showed up wearing the same shirt, out showing the birth. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> out showing the birthday girl may be toxic, but I was sick, so I get a break there. <laughs> so, okay, oh fucking comedian over Let's here. Let's go. Shut up. Okay. Fast forward to high school and the bond is still as strong as ever. But looking back now, there are some differences that makes 
any relationship hard to manage. So, like, differences, I think, between her and her friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, my parents are getting a divorce times two. So, they're on their second divorce. My stepsister dropped her three-year-old off at our house, and I was basically raising her, but I had some cool friends and was a party girl, so whatever. So, this other, this friend that she's been talking about, this friend and I had grown extra close in high school, and she was very much so a part of my everyday life in family, cheer, school, etc. We go to graduate, and we go to college together. How fun. Okay? Yeah, it sounds like cute. it's not going to be fun. I'm... I, my premonition is it got less fun. Oh, Lord. Okay. So by our junior year of college, so, okay, they made it. We decide to live together in her sorority live out. We've had a few arguments in our 15 plus years, but nothing out of the ordinary of teenage friends. So what could possibly go wrong is what I was thinking. I have this guy friend that I have been seeing for about five years now. Uh -oh. oh, no. She knows. Everyone knows. But it's never made a thing until she starts dating one of his friends. And then naturally, we do stuff together because that's fun. Well, yes. it was short-lived. Oh, they hung out once, started dating a week later. He said something weird once, and so she dumped him. You think it would be funny, laugh it off situation. So I go back to seeing the guy I've been seeing for five years solo. Yeah. The fallout. God. This is great. The fallout is next. Love this. Is this the is anticipation like... there for you. Okay, so, so far, they've just been friends mm -hmm. their entire life. It mm. is, it's hard to date. It's dating things, situationships. It's hard to date friends of friends and try to be friends. Then the breakups happen and who do you stay friends with? This I shit. Just, yes. And it happens a lot in high school and college. This yes. is like a, or early Very 20s. Very common. Common, 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 common thing. Okay. The fallout. So we live in a house on Greek Row with three other roommates. And one night the guy calls me and says, hey, me, friend, and other friend that briefly dated friend want to go hunting near you tomorrow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Can we drive over tonight, stay with you guys, and then head out at 5 a.m.? I'm like, sure, absolutely. Oh, because it was that girl's ex-boyfriend. The guy she dated um, for a week was going to be in the group coming to their house. And she just said yes. Absolutely. Okay. She should have asked. Should have, yes. Okay, yes, let's, yes, okay. you know what? You want to read the next message? Should I have asked her? Absolutely. <laughs> the self-reflection and accountability. Yes. I love this. Um, so she says yes. Her fuck buddy and her roommate's ex of like a week are coming over so that they can go hunting in the morning and they're spending the night with them for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Okay. Should I have asked the other roommates? Again, we've, yes, absolutely. So she'll... She goes on to say, absolutely, I'll take fault there, but I didn't. And the one I did ask lived in the basement, wasn't home. So she said that boy B and boy C could sleep there. Okay. So the guy she's fucking is obviously going to sleep with her. And then the ex-boyfriend and then this other random friend are going to sleep in the basement where there's no one. So yeah. like, yeah, she should have asked the girl who dated him probably, but like, they're going directed to sleep in the basement. Okay. Well, that night, all the girls come home after a long night of boozing. I took all the boys out to the bar and we were at the house, maybe from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I wake up and boy A is like, eh, I don't want to go. Let's just hang here and you and me can go to breakfast. Boy B and C leave. We go back to sleep. So the guy that she's hooking up with, I think, like they're just not going to go hunting the other guys go home. They spent the night and they partied anyway, but like then she's yeah. with her guy. Okay. We text the roommate, me and the guy I've had a hookup with. Hey, we're going to breakfast. Do you want to come? 
And then this woman unleashes on me about how, how unsafe, unreasonable, and what an absolutely awful human being I am and have always been for not taking her side in the breakup again a month at Max Relationship. Okay, I'd said a week, so a month. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. calls her parents to come get her for the week. Wow. They have a huge fight, basically. So there's some details that she said for host size only. So they go, big fight. Basically, it was enough to make my friend who wrote this for us in this fabulous manner uh, drop out of college. Like, this got fight? really bad. I don't know. No, no, no. It was just like the thing said. She calls her parents. Like, they came and got the girl from school. Like, she's screaming about the relationship. And she drops out of, so my friend drops out of college Whoa. because of this. it wasn't going great anyway. Like there was other stuff, but it was like, now she has to live with the girl. So this turns serious. Yeah. This is bad. So the oh friendship leads to them both ending up like leaving the house and one of them leaving college. Um, so I drop out and I go back home. She sends me a text about how disappointed she is that I am lying to everyone about what our fallout had to do with. So I still, to this day, don't know what her real reason is. They never talked Again, and that's all she knows. Mm. She was like, isn't that what it was about? And they never spoke again. However, there are details that she didn't share. And there was something that happened that involved their families and their parents. Shit. And maybe some infidelity. Because remember, this friendship went back all the way to elementary school. So she thinks that might be part of the real reason. But a friendship you've had your whole life... Ending. I don't know. Let's break it down. Ending well, over a one-month boy relationship was it, and maybe some, maybe some infidelity between their parents that not everyone was aware of. Also, one big thing is yeah. What did you get in, from that? Moving in with your friend, stupid, is <laughs> one of the most hardest things to ever recover don't from as a do friendship. It. You're going to lose the friendship almost you will lose every it. time because who you are as a friend mm-hmm. and who you are as a housemate mm-hmm. is totally different. Mm-hmm. Like I, even like with family, like my family as two other, my parents as two other adults, I'm like, I love them. They're great. They're like as people. Right. Great. But when you live with them, oh, I lived with my in-laws. Woo! I love my in-laws. We are not compatible roommates. We had to Never. spend, you know, two months together and it was, it was not the relationship that I had known prior. Yes. You don't want to go into the bathroom after your You can't walk around naked. It. Well, you can with girls. That's the one nice thing. Like when I had girl roommates in college, you could be comfortable. Like it depends. Co-ed roommates, that's harder. But you can't be as comfortable no matter yes. what. Like you're not as comfortable. And even if you are comfortable, like sometimes the one person being too comfortable makes you feel uncomfortable. It's the lack of respect that I think you with friendships, like with a roommate, with a random roommate. And I can't. I mean, seriously, go on Facebook, like yeah. meet people. There's so many groups that like that the people who are in there and then you meet over a common interest and you guys decide to live together. Like there are creative ways to like feel like you have a relationship with someone if you're looking for a, you know, a roommate for a new apartment or whatever it is. But you are so right. Like going in with your friend, yep, you don't nope. have that risk. Like, oh, I just met you. I'm tiptoeing. I want to be respectful. Let's talk about what you like and don't like you assume you know what they like and don't like. Guess what? You don't. You don't. You have no idea what kind of like hobbit hole monster or put together like driven roommate you have. That was my fucking worst fear. Like I 
was a monster at home. I was a gremlin. I mean, I had like crumbs in my hair. Don't, I don't shower often and I was gross. And then I would have roommates who were like my friends and they thought outside of the home, I was, Mm -hmm. this was, you know, I was 20. I feel like now I might be the more anal roommate, but, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they didn't need to see me like that. And I didn't know how, need to know how annoying they were. I was like, like, oh, you're not fun. Or like weird things you didn't know about them where you're like, oh, like I, I had a friend that, oh, I had a friend that, she, well, she, like it was, she ended up having an eating disorder. Okay. That, and I didn't know that. But then, but that does add a seriousness to your relationship that you didn't. And now do you have a responsibility? Yes. And mm-hmm. now you're like, what do I do as yes. this friend? Like, do you, you know, cause you're using the bathroom after they did. And you're like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Not to totally. get TMI. You're no, like, Oh shit. And a lot of this makes us sound a lot. Actually quite a bit of what I have said, I think makes us sound kind of like shitty, selfish friends to oh, well. a younger listening audience. Yeah. I think people our age or older who have kind of shifted into the boundary section of our life. It's like our favorite fucking yes. hot topic word. Um, but it is so important. And <sighs> Once we establish those boundaries more firmly within our early 30s, I'm assuming is how we're going to all do it. I think the word goes away because it's natural, but we really are shifting from having roommates you spend every single day with to potentially maybe having families or different things. So your friendships change. And right now... I stand by everything I just said. Same. But at 24, I was like, that's so mean. Me, me. Yes, oh my God. You're like, be there for your friend. Oh, it's like, fuck you, off. Can't, no. you can't save everyone. Nope. And I have a life that I'm trying to have too. I've had yes. friends that I moved into their place or yeah, re- kind of recent when I was not living in California. Um, like five years mental, ago? Yeah. That's a while three, ago. Three, yeah. Or that's not recent. Four, oh, four or okay, five. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, mental breakdowns that I didn't know that they would have, but they would have yes. them very frequently screaming, crying fits. It just, um, that stuff, it's not a bad, obviously everyone has bad days. Everyone has the stuff that they deal with on their own time, but it adds another level to your relationship that you're not prepared you're for. You're cohabiting, you're yeah. living your routines together. You consider each other, but when you're friends, I think it's harder to like consider each other. So it could be even lighter than that, but I will say I'm the bad roommate. We've had a roommate episode. If you didn't oh, hear it, yeah. you know, go listen. I am not a good roommate. I'm not saying I am, but I'm a much better roommate. I think to a person that I don't know, like yes. someone I, cause I'm like, I want to accommodate them. Yes. And in college, like the, it, people I didn't know. And also you get the fun of getting to know them, becoming friends because, Hey, you actually like how each other lives. Like yeah. turns out you, th- your living style is really good and you were respectful from the beginning and you set boundaries and you had a really good time and you can be friends with a roommate. I just think it, and then you make a new friend yes. and then you don't lose an and old friend. Cool. And I think that is where, they went wrong. Yes. Was living together. Line. Yeah. For sure. But they were fucking what? 18, 19. Yeah, and for then sure. sex, boys, family. All that mixing together. Ooh. I think. It, yeah. I think it, it was, was a recipe for disaster from the beginning. It was going to end. It was. Yeah. So it's like, were they, both of them were probably a little wrong and a lot selfish. Yes. But yeah, the person who ends up freaking out and losing control, which yes. is what I used to be. Like I was on the other side of this. Typically, um, they lose because you lost your fucking mind. And then 
you're the crazy one. So that's hard. So my friend who wrote in this beautifully formatted story, thank you. Come on now. Yes, you were you were definitely the less crazy one. Yeah. But at least in our perspective. Yes. We only got one side of the story. Maybe you're the crazy bitch. Yeah, crazy bitch, right in. <laughs> crazy bitch. Oh, that would be cool if the other person wrote it. Oh my it. gosh, if we could get like an enemy session and two enemies agreed to just shit talk the other, like yes. with consent. Oh my god, I'm gonna make it happen. Well, I loved this. I hope yeah. you guys feel a sense of either like desire to change your friendships and put some work in and have some hard conversations, mm-hmm. or. I hope we allowed you, if you're past that, like you, you can end a friendship. You it, can, it for sure. It hurts. Yes. And also moving forward, choosing your friends and the people that you left into your, yes, proactively, yes. who you let in your life, know what you want in a friend. Figure that out. Like maybe you know what you don't want, but what do you actually want? Yes. Who fills your cup? Like who you were fills saying your earlier. cup? Yes. Who like, yeah. What, what inspires you? Do you need your friends to inspire you? Or is that something you get from yourself? Right. Yes. And different or, friends serve different purposes. Yes. And in terms of like breakup with your friend, I think for me and you know, a phone call could be appropriate depending on the friendship. You know, if it's been a lifelong best friend um, who you realize you've outgrown, like maybe a phone call is yes, necessary yeah. or you sit and, and you break up. It, it fucking sucks. And I've, I, I broke, I lost my very best friend. Um, like probably the person I've ever, I've never had a friend closer and she and I are not friends anymore. And I was distraught. I still miss her. I yeah. don't, still don't think we're a good friendship match. Yeah. Uh, at least I, I haven't grown enough where we would be. We haven't been friends for a while. Um, yeah. but I think talk to them, text them and just say like, listen, I don't see this working out in, I ghost after that typically, which I, uh, but I don't know what to do. It's like, okay, I ended it. Like I told you, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, are we supposed to talk again? Like at breakups, you don't talk again. So you call it ghosting, but I just like, I don't know. So, but do it in a respectful way. Don't fucking scream at people. Don't be a bitch to people. I've done that too. And, and I'm the crazy one. Don't do that. Like, you know, hold yourself to a standard, I think, but you can end it. And End it, start new ones. Yeah, know what yes. you want. Focus on know- yourself. Yes. Focus on the one or two friends that are amazing in your life. Like so many times, like I have, you know, six or seven best friends and it's, that's hard. Yes, it is. It's a lot yeah. to disperse all your energy yeah. into. I do that. I do the st- a small amount of people. Cause it's just too much, especially in my phase of my life right now. But anyways, yeah. I'm going, I'm going, I'm more in depth with yes. the ones I have. I will say I do have like, probably six or seven very, very, very close friends. Yeah, um, you do. But they've withstood the test of time. Like yes. some of these people, it's like 12, 13, 21 years. Um, Zaylee, my best friend, 22 years. So. Oh yeah. yeah. I so, still have to meet her. She's so cool. I I, we're going to have her on sometime and she's going to talk about things yes. and sex and Ooh, bye. Yes. I okay. Can't yes. wait for that. Honestly, yes. I cannot yes. wait for that episode. Uh, it's going to be spicy. Awesome. She's in Italy right now. <sighs> Well, anyways. I hope she's having a good time since my trip got canceled. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was supposed to be in France, and I had a travel planner who uh, who didn't tell me that my tickets were expiring. And oh, yeah, you took freaked out no about accountability. that last episode. Not last episode. Yeah, but I didn't know before. it was her fault. Like, turns out it was the travel planner. She didn't forward the emails from the company, and she booked the tickets, and she's not taking any accountability, so I can't go to France for my friend's wedding. I know. What's her name? What's her first name? I blocked her on everything. That's how I reacted. Look at that. That's what I did. Do you remember her first name? Of course I know her first name. What's her first name? I'm not going to say it. Uh, 
All right, travel planner, you're a bitch. She doesn't do it like full time enough for me to like slam her company. It's something she does, but I'm pretty sure under the table. I just so want to tell me. her first first name and tell her what I felt. It starts but. with an L. Listen, L, you're a bitch. And you ruined like a good, a good like a trip. few days and yes. a good trip. Yeah. And lost us so some money. So if you're going to also have a job, like do it. Okay, yeah. thanks. So I, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your friendship episode. Okay. Bye. <laughs> follow us on YouTube at Too Long Didn't Listen. Follow us on Instagram at Too Long Didn't Listen Pod. And follow us on TikTok at Too Long Didn't Listen Pod. Please make sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Thank you to our producer, Ilya. Thank you for our artwork, Morgan. And thank you for the music, Kai Music. You better listen, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you can pick your favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Okay.